Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. Welcome to Campfire Stories, episode 10. David, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. How about you, Dan? All right, Sunday morning, Monday, when you'll, when everyone will see this, probably. Um, so this week for, for episode 10, I uh, can't believe it's it's already been nine episodes down and this is already number 10. It's crazy. Um, so for this week, what I was thinking of doing was kind of just talking about why we, why we like to get outdoors and how that relates to a podcast and kind of my goals, uh, between those two items. Sound good? Absolutely. All right. Um, I don't want to just throw you out there. Uh, so I guess, um, I'll kind of sum up in a couple of minutes why I like to get outdoors and, and what sparked that interest in, in me. And it kind of goes back, it goes, it actually goes back, oh gosh, gosh, about, uh, about 20 years now. Um, so about 20 years ago, I went to Arizona. Um, I first started off, I went down to Florida from Connecticut. Um, I, I showed up at the airport in Hartford for a bus ride, which took about a day and a half, two days, because we were picking up other people as well, um, and got down to Florida for about one o'clock in the morning. And it was in Merritt Island. And for those that know Merritt Island, it is like a swamp. So, <clears throat> 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, they give us the option of getting off the bus and going and sleeping in tents in this swamp or staying on the bus and sleeping on... It was, it was actually pretty cool. They had uh, drop-down uh, beds, uh, like single beds uh, hanging from the, the ceiling um, that stretched from the front to the back on both sides of the vans or of the bus. So you could either sleep in there if there was room or you could sleep in the, the, uh, the bus seats. Uh, but since we had already slept on the bus two nights in a row, everyone pretty much decided that they were going to get off the bus and go get their stuff from, um, it's like a big top, like a tent and head out to their campsite. So, Around 1.30, just as we're making it to our campsite, now the tents were already up for us, which was really nice, uh, but around 1.30, it started pouring to the point where we were throwing our, <clears throat> our stuff, which we packed into cardboard boxes, uh, that's what we were required to do, we packed them into cardboard boxes, and we were throwing our cardboard boxes full of our stuff into our tents, and then pretty much just sleeping on our cardboard boxes. Um, I don't know if that's called, if that is a form of roughing it. It was definitely an interesting way of camping. Uh, within minutes, unique. (laughs) Yeah. Within, within minutes, um, we heard, we heard yelling because people's tents had collapsed from the amount of water that was coming down. So people are sleeping on cardboard boxes and uh, I don't know why all my stories come back to 
flooding or water or, or something. It always ends up coming back to everyone's soaked. Yeah. But Obviously, you have done something to upset Poseidon. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> as, there's no other explanation. Um, but so... Um, in the middle of the night, as we're trying to fall asleep on our cardboard boxes, there's yelling and screaming from people's tents collapsing on them and, and just drowning them in, you know, inches of water. Um, and so a few hours later, you know, the sun came up and everyone shuffled out of their, their tents and we actually got to see our campsite for the first time. Uh, I would stay in in Florida for about two weeks and then take another bus ride out to Arizona, which was wonderful compared to the humidity that is Florida. Getting out to Arizona was just amazing. And I think the trip out there, the, the couple-day trip that it took to get from Florida out to Arizona is what really turned me on to getting outdoors and appreciating nature. So, uh, it is 20 years ago. Um, at the time I was about 14 years old and as a teenager, I do think that a lot of times it's hard for you to fully appreciate what you're seeing, uh, in the moment. Um, you know, your mortality isn't an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, you sit there, you see stuff, and you're like, ah, okay, whatever, next, you know? And then nostalgia sets in, and you start looking back at those pictures in your mind, and it can really be amazing, but disappointing at the same time. Weird uh, um, little recipe, I guess, right there. Because... I I can sit there and look back and say, oh, I wish I had really taken it in more. Or I can sit there and just remember the sunrise as all of us kind of sat on top of this bus that was sitting on top of this mesa. Yeah. You know, and I... And th there's a certain amount of romanticizing that we do about memories that we have in high school. You know, everything is new and profound and... Well, I, I mean, that's what nostalgia is all about. Right. Um, but I, I know from that point on, no matter how much sand we ate in our meals um, while we were out in Arizona, no matter how frustrating it was to build an outhouse, dig a hole, and use that, no matter how... Uh, annoying it was to take a shower in a in a wooden box that you had built yeah out in the middle of a desert um, I still look back at it with fond memories, and the people were great the people were amazing people um, and I could talk your ear off, you know, about how fun it was and how interesting it was to go and see the West or the desert out in Arizona and to live on a Navajo Indian reservation for two months. Um, but I, I guess for me, that's what really sparked the interest in, in getting outdoors. Um, when I, when I came back, you know, I was still 14 years old. Um, 
might have felt a little bit older for a couple of minutes and then got back into first day of high school and you know you get back into the routine of things but that one summer is still something that I look back at and think I need to get back out to Arizona I need to I need to explore you know yeah yeah and so the the need to explore is what really got me outdoors uh what about you well, I I haven't had any um, big trip that made me inspired to go outside, but it was kind of just the whole uh, situation we uh, we all had while growing up. So we grew up in Connecticut, uh, in the in the country, the eastern side of the state, uh, a little town called Canterbury. And so we lived in a good-sized house in Canterbury, but we were surrounded by fields, and there was a brook that ran down the side of the house, and there was a pond in the back and a swamp behind that. We had a big, decent, probably, what would you say, two, three square miles of woods and fields and things behind our house growing Mm up. And so... um. There were 10 people living in our house while I was growing up. Yep. Uh, I didn't have the luxury of being the older child like you were, so I was Me never allowed to have my own space. <laughs> and uh, so, perfect example, uh, I shared a room until I was 16, so I... Inside the house, never had my own space. So going outside for me was always... I shared random. a room until I moved out. Yeah. Okay. Did you Did you move out at 16? No, I moved out at uh, 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. So four years you had your own room. That's correct, yeah. Oh, okay. So your own space. Continue. Okay, but <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about what inspired me to get outside now. This was when I was younger. Okay, before. okay. So I, I, I had developed a full love for the outdoors by the time I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that really was just going outside in the woods or out to the fields. You know, I remember you would uh, make me hop on the mountain bike and we'd have to ride all the way to the back of the big field out to the swamp once in a while. Yep. Um, and just getting out there and being in solitude or even if there was another person there, you were in a, a large open space and it was just kind of a place where you could relax. And it, it, that's always the association that I've had with the outdoors is that it's a, uh, there's a lot less commotion, you know, it's, you, and you have time to kind of just spread out and think and whatever. Uh, so that's what really caused me to, kind of it gave me that drive to to seek out uh wilderness areas and things like that um and also my first uh real trip independently with uh my friends and stuff was when I was 16 or 15 or 16 uh when my friends first got their licenses uh our first big trip was up to New Hampshire to go to Mount Washington mm-hmm. by ourselves. And so that, you know, that's a, a good 
fond memory that I have, that feeling of freedom when you're going out on the road trip with your friends for the first time, and and we went uh, hiking and camping. So I enjoy doing those things to kind of relive those feelings, memories, in a sense. But yeah, uh, pretty simple for me. That is the main reason I believe why I love to be outside. So now, as far as us doing the podcast, um, I think the biggest thing for me is I want to be able to inspire someone and even build like a a community of people that really like to go outside, you know, and really like to... Mm -hmm get out there and experience and explore um for me it's my nostalgia and my love of the outdoors uh i would love to be able to inspire someone else you know and get them to head on out and and go be inspired and go explore and just have amazing stories uh to tell around a campfire to their grandkids or to their kids and whatnot I'm excited, like I said last week uh, or the week before, to uh, to get my son out outdoors to, you know, hand him a camera, um, and and tell him go take pictures, go go find interesting stuff, and yeah, go learn, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can probably hear him yeah. in the background. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so see, I feel a little more practical about the podcast. It's not that I don't like inspiring people. I I don't find myself to be a terribly inspirational uh, speaker, but I care about the outdoor spaces being available for the next generation, as I know we've talked Mm -hmm. about before. And Mm -hmm. Whether people want to take pictures of it and, and go and, and have that serenity for themselves is, you know, that's that's all well and good. Um, but really, um, like the future of our species, we really need to consider the impact that we are having on the natural world. Oh, absolutely. And so trying to educate people about the benefits of the natural world, that it's not this thing that we are separate, separate from, but it is actually, that's where we came from. It is something we are innately a part of. It's very Uh, symbiotic. Yeah. You know, all all these people who live in big cities and they're like, oh yeah, nature's cool, but you know, whatever. Um, Cities wouldn't exist if it weren't for the natural places that we do still have. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That is uh, what my big concern is. This is we need to maintain that relationship with nature or something catastrophic is bound to happen in the future for our species. See, for me, if we can inspire a couple, a couple more people, if we can, if we can get uh, some of the younger generations to really appreciate um, getting outdoors. And I feel like we're more likely to, um, make people get up and do something to make sure that we do preserve these areas. 
Mm. You know, um, I, I, I feel like we're in a good situation right now um, in that a lot of our generation does like to get uh, outside. Yeah. Um, previous generations may not have uh, because it was just like, you know, you get up, you go to work, you do your thing, you come home, you eat dinner, you go to, you know, you hang out with the family and you, you, you go to bed maybe. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I do find just from my own personal experience that a lot more people in our generation are more cognizant of the need for, uh, natural areas and preserved areas. Um, you know, I don't, I, maybe it's just a trend, but it's a good trend. I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. Well, I mean, it's certainly not a bad trend, you know, um, there are definitely worse trends. Um, like for instance, our generation, uh, drinks more coffee than pretty much any other generation. Right. I can Uh, definitely test to that. I'm on my third cup already today. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I feel like if our generation is going to take up the torch and preserve as much of the wild areas that we have in the world, not just in America, but in the entire world, then, um, that's not a bad thing. You know, that's, that's a great thing, you know, and maybe that'll be what our generation ends up ultimately being known for instead of being known as some lazy entitled generation, you know, yeah. which is what we're pretty much known for now. Which statistically um, is absolutely false. I know. <laughs> but, Cause our, but, at the same, um, but that's, that's, a, that's a different conversation for yeah, yeah, a different right. podcast, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> but, I'm, with, I'm just um, hoping that if we can inspire someone to say, yes, this is important to, to me as well. You know, hey, I got out, I got outdoors. I got away from the video games. I, I, I went out. I hiked this. I saw something amazing. You know, check out these pictures that I took, even if they are with, they're with my iPhone. Who cares? You know, um, <clears throat> the outdoors is not going to be the same for you as it is for me, as it is for someone else, you know. And if someone else goes and grabs their iPhone or their Android phone, whatever, and gets outside and snaps a couple of pictures of something amazing to them or to anyone, you know, and says, I, I went outdoors, I had a blast, I camped, I hiked, I found out something new about myself, I found out that I could do this, I found out that... I am more resilient. I am more resourceful than I thought I was. Um, I appreciate getting outside. I appreciate the the nature and the nat- like, just the natural world, you know. Then that that is a great thing. And it, I don't think it really matters. Like to me, it doesn't really matter. Uh, how you love the outdoors, as long as you. Love it, and you want to preserve it. But that that's just me. Right. <clears throat> so I think with that, uh, we can kind of close out the week. Uh, this was episode 10. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. I do have... Uh, I do have an interview coming up, uh, so that'll be pretty interesting. Um... <clears throat> I just want to close this out on, uh, you know, 
I feel like it's kind of uh, quiet right now, but if uh, if you get outside, hit us up. Uh, you can hit us up at the Camp of Canine uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can do a comment on the website, campacanine.com. You can always definitely go into iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review. Drop us uh, some comments if you'd like. Uh, that way we know that we're talking about stuff that you want to listen to, I suppose. Um, you know, and I guess uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Oh, <laughs>